don't feel like you got to do what everybody else is doing. It's okay to create your own lane. And Mm -hmm. if that works for you and you see that it's working for you, then do it. Just because you're Mm -hmm. not doing what everybody else is doing doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. As long Mm -hmm. as you've put some thought into it with regard to how it can move your position forward um, as far as your goals in the industry and um, connecting with your audience. The today's topic is going to be on uh, why you people release on Fridays, why it may be a good idea to release one, and why it may not be a good idea to release on Fridays. Um, as you like, New Music Friday is kind of a big thing for Spotify, and I'm sure everybody gets kind of an email, or if you're a subscriber to Spotify, you get a curated playlist of all the new music that comes out on a Friday. Um, so why does everybody release on Friday? Um, and that's kind of what we're going to dissect in today's kind of little mini episode. Uh, Monique, you mentioned that you wanted to discuss something briefly before we jump in, so I'll pass it over to you you and and get that uh get that said yeah i just think um as a background for folks uh who are asking that very question which is why do uh or why does the industry release on fridays and one of the main reasons is because those labels that are looking to chart and by chart we're talking about really the billboard charts billboard pulls from uh or pulls all the uh, music on Friday. So what they're doing is, is they're charting anything that was released on that day for that week. So what's charting for that week? What, in other words, they're looking at the downloads and the streams and all of that and the sales, all that. So that's why a lot of people drop on Fridays is because they want to make sure they get included in the, the weekly report for what's charting that week from Billboard. Um, and so, yeah, that's, you know, that's a big deal for them. So if you, if you're want to chart, you want to release on Friday. Um, okay. Go ahead. I'll, I'll let you ask your question. Or- yeah. I was just going to say, well, it, it's, if they're counting for the week before, like, or the, that during that week, why wouldn't Wednesday be kind of an ideal date versus Friday? Because Friday is when they're pulling the information for the week. So that is when Billboard's going to go in and whatever gets released that day, um, they're going in and they're going to pull all the information for that week. So every Friday is when Billboard is, um, you know, going to uh, post their uh, weekly reports. So it's Friday to Thursday, basically, is what's happening. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they're pulling for the following week. Yeah, so they're every week. That's when okay. you chart, or they okay. do charting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess I never really knew that, and I mean, obviously, Billboard is still a big, big thing. But is mm-hmm. it really something that a lot of independent musicians and stuff are fighting for, or is it mostly well, kind of a battle just, between the major labels? It's not just Billboard because Nielsen SoundScan is doing the same thing, and so Nielsen, uh, which is the data collection company that is collecting the information for the charts um, may also release their information as well for everything. So that's another thing for um, people releasing their music is to make sure that um, you, if you, if you want your um, streams and your sales to be included as an independent artist, 
then make sure you are providing your information to Nielsen SoundScan as well. Um, I can't remember what the website is, but we can look it up and post that with um, today's episode um, for yeah. you guys. But yeah. So. Okay. So I know in the past we've discussed previous like marketing plans and mm. things like that. So this kind of rolls into that. Um, mm-hmm. If this is something that you're looking to to achieve during mm. your rollout plan, releasing on a Friday may be a beneficial thing. Mm-hmm. However, some of the underside of that may be Beyonce, for example, just released her Renaissance Act One two weeks ago um, on Friday, and that was obviously blew up, and all the co- publications were covering it. So it maybe overshadowed a lot of the other really good music that was released that day. Um, so that's one thing to keep in mind when you're releasing on a Friday: is it may kind of overshadow your release because everybody's so focused on uh, Beyonce and all those other artists. Which is why I think it's so important to make sure that you have your marketing plan together. So um, as an independent artist, you're using, you know, your distributor, um, your aggregator that's distributing your music. And a lot of times it takes a couple days for, you know, your music to hit the platform. So if your your intent is to be out on that same Friday that other artists are, and you know, sometimes major artists don't even tell you that an album is coming. It just hits you smack in the face and mm-hmm. you don't even know. But with that being said, you know, we have talked about, you know, I think the last episode or two weeks ago, um, our episode with me and Rob talking about marketing and digital marketing. Mm -hmm. I think in order to not get lost in that, you should have emails of your audience so you can email them um, about your release and, you know, maybe do pre-sale. If you hit them with the pre-sale then you don't get lost in the major announcements on that Friday because your audience has already ordered the record um, or the album that's going to come out. So then all you have to do is just keep hyping it up on social media. You're not even on the level of these major artists yet. Um, So with that being said, stay in your lane is what I Mm -hmm. say. I wouldn't even worry about what Beyonce is doing or what Drake is doing or whoever, because you're not getting that level of press anyway. Stick to where your audience is, which is social media in most cases. And then if you know your your audience is reading a particular publication, then place an ad in that publication um, or, or, or work with someone who can help you pay for an ad in that publication. Get a sponsor to help you pay for an ad in that publication. But again, I don't want to I don't want to beat a dead horse and and keep repeating stuff that we've already said, but it just boils down to knowing your audience. And so mm-hmm. your release is going to be completely dependent upon and I, you know, I'll say this too. Train your audience. If you want to release your music on a different day and get your audience used to your music coming out on a, a particular day and you're really not worried about charting just yet, then train your audience that every Tuesday or not every Tuesday, but Tuesday is when you drop new music or Monday is when you drop new music. You know, um, times have changed. Another reason that, you know, a lot of people were dropping music on Friday is because everybody's free on the weekend. People get paid on Friday. That's when we're going to go to the record stores at the mall and wherever and go buy new music. Now, mm. all I got to do is log in and download it. I don't have to wait to go to the store. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, and so to that point, for those of you that are new artists, 
your creativity is really is really what's going to make the draw for your release. So try to do an in-store the day your album is coming out and play a couple tracks off of there um, live in the store. In-stores, I think, need to come back. I don't even know if bands are doing them anymore, but there was a local shop here in Orlando known for doing in-stores. And, you know, some of those artists would pack the whole record store and, you know, we would go in, I I was, you know, working with some of my um, production friends and, you know, we set up everything, monitors, instruments, they play like three songs, four songs, do a meet and greet. People are buying your record. So, you know, that's what you're going to have to do to Mm kind of stand out from all the noise, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good. That's a good point. It's like because we, for the podcast, for example, we release every Monday morning, uh, and if you're on the West Coast or Mountain Time, then it's it's Sunday night, uh, late Sunday night. So every every podcast episode will come out at the same time, so our audience can know, like, okay, Monday morning on the on the drive to work or on my, you know, have been sifting through all my emails, I can listen to the podcast uh, from over the weekend. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a good point. Training your audience to mm-hmm. when your music releases. And as you continue to grow your fan base, more people will catch on. It's like, oh, I can expect new music. Mm-hmm. And and you don't have to worry about, oh, getting saturated and, and sucked into the, the, the wormhole of releasing on a Friday. And then when your audience is bigger and you're getting more visibility, then you can start competing with everybody else on that Friday release for charting purposes, you know, if mm-hmm. that's what you want to do. Um, but again, this is something you should talk to your team about. Talk to your manager if you have one, your agent if you have one. Um, so, but again, that market, this is why the marketing plan is so important. So you can lay all this out. You know, you could, instead of releasing the song, you could release a video on the Friday and then release the the track or, or what have you, like the following two weeks later or a week later, um, you know, whatever the situation may be. Maybe it's more, uh, maybe it's specific to a particular time of year might be a good time to, you know, if you got a song that's all about having a good time and blah, 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 that might be a better summer release when people are getting out of school and they want, they're looking for that, that summer banger, that spring, that spring break, you know, track, which should have come out probably in January. So everybody's blowing it up during spring break. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of ways to approach that. I think. Yeah. Going to, um, let me take some notes here. <laughs> um, that actually answers one of my questions is so when you have that, that summer hit of like, Oh, I'm going to go cruise up the highway with the top down and the wind in my hair and this like kind of a summer hit. um, Do you want to release that in the spring or, you know, kind of as the spring is about to, to come up. And then when summer hits, your song has already got that traction and you've already got that age. So Mm. then somebody who drops a song in say middle of July um, or August, close to the end of summer, theirs is not going to catch on because you released yours eight months ago and it may already have some summer traction. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's yeah, something just, good to keep. <clears throat> it depends on your purpose. It depends on who you're trying to attract. Um, what's the vibe of the song? What's the theme of the song? You know, that kind of thing. That could also have an effect on when you want to release it for mm-hmm. that reason. So if I'm trying to get a summer banger going, I might release that like early spring, 
just to kind of let it gain a little bit of momentum. So everybody wants to play it during the summer. Um, mm-hmm. It just depends. I mean, that's a tough one because it, to me, I got to hear the song for me to go, you know what, this is going to pick up quick or yeah. this is a good song, but it's going to take them. It's taken a little bit of a build. I think they need a head start on this one and it'll pick up. But again, those, those visuals that, that, that music video makes a difference your visibility. So you really need to look and go, okay, how do it, you know, create a TikTok campaign. If that's where your audience is, um, mm-hmm. look at some of the like artists that are touring and then see where they are during that time and get in front of, if your audience is there, get in front of them, be like, Hey, you know, do like something fun, like an interview, like, Hey, did you guys know we got a single coming out or we got a album EP coming out or whatever, um, to kind of help drum up that, uh, that, that excitement, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like thriller. Like I, I actually need to look at the date that thriller came out. Cause I, I don't know exactly the date, but it would have been perfect for it to come out in October or close this- to October, right around, uh, when did it come out? Uh, the single or the album? The single. Actually, both. So, January 23rd, 1984. Was the album? So, was the single. So they released it uh, in January? Yep. And then the album came out in November 30th, 1982. Okay. That this, does, that, does that seem right? Because the album came out two years before well yeah because you i mean even though the album is out doesn't mean everybody's playing uh, yeah, that's, single okay okay i just yeah. got confused on the dates yeah yep i see it now. yeah so yeah there's just a slow release of tracks off of that particular album yep. and they're probably watching the buzz about the conversation but it's also yep. michael jackson but yeah I mean, if I were an independent artist, I would probably, I don't know if I would have did it in January as an independent. I probably would have did it um, in the summer because a lot of people in the summer talk about, are already excited about Halloween. So, and the Halloween stores start popping up. That's when I would do it as an independent. Um, But for somebody like Michael Jackson, I mean, there's so much money and push behind somebody that big. Um, And again, it probably, even though it's Michael Jackson, it was a creepy song. So it probably took some time for people to catch on, you know, and then come Halloween, everybody's excited. They're like, oh, play that Michael Jackson song. Remember that song that came out, you know? Yeah. So, which also, um, you know, talking about release dates and stuff, we're also talking about, again, our audience is independent artists. So I don't want to get off of this too much, but- when we talk about people like Michael Jackson, Beyonce, blah, 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 they're also trying to make sure they get enough spins on radio. Um, and they're also uh, doing some of their releases to make sure they get, um, uh, they can get onto the nominations for the Grammys and get people mm. to nominate their songs for the Grammys because, you know, the Grammys is from the previous year. So get your song mm-hmm. out early get people on it and then hopefully you get a Grammy nomination. So yes. Um, there's also that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, going back to, uh, w- picking the date or the time of the week or whatever to release, it may be worth working with your distributor as well. If they offer these types of services to figure out 
what dates people get a lot of traction. Like they can use the data that they have and be like, okay, based on your genre of music and style of music, mm-hmm. this you may, you have a really good chance of getting exposure releasing on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then you can work with them on that data and then maybe plan a release around that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they may help push it. Uh, they may have connections at Spotify. Like with Jamvana here, we're actively pushing our artists to the Spotify editors and other playlists as well to get our artists and roster because the more royalties that they make makes it makes us look good. So um, we always want to help and support our artists. So um, work with your distributor. If they may be able to provide some data and insight on what date works best Mm -hmm. or what time of the day works best um, for releasing your music. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and time-wise, like if you know your audience stays up late, do like, Hey, we're releasing this at midnight. Now everybody's up late. I'm having I've a listening seen, party. <laughs> I've seen artists release music at say like, hey, I'm releasing my song a little early this time. I'm releasing at 9 p.m. Um, Eastern time. I'm going to be going live on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, uh, Instagram, and we're going to listen to it together mm, for the first time awesome. together. What a great way to get attention for the yes. project. Absolutely. Yes. And then, you know, you can do like a quick 30 minute hour Q and a, like talk about the song. Why Mm -hmm. did, where did you get the inspiration? Maybe Mm -hmm. answer questions on like, if people have questions on the production, who did you work with? Why did you come up with that kick? Where's that unique synth that's going on? Where's that from? Tell the story behind the lyrics. Mm -hmm. Cause when they see that connection, especially if you get emotional during it or, you know, whatever, or it's something that really resonated in the Q and a, a lot of people are probably going to go and and download that song like immediately. They're like, "Oh, let me listen to that part." Cuz you can you can talk about the song without giving everything away, but like, you know, there's a verse in a song that really um will resonate with anybody that blah blah blah. Has anybody felt that way before? Check out the song. You'll see what I'm saying. Tell me how you feel. Mm-hmm. Now you don't send people to go download or stream it and mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you can't give them too much information because then they won't want to stream it. It's like, well, I already know what the song's about. Why would I need to stream it? Other than they just want to hear it. But um, yeah, telling the story behind the lyrics, like if your song is, say, about depression and anxiety, a lot of people suffer with those things and they can relate to those things. Um, and they may be able to connect to the song and with you as an artist on a deeper level um, if they have a, a better backstory, understanding of who you are, where that song came from, um, and what part of your, the heart you wrote that from. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done that before. There's a few artists that I don't listen to that kind of music, but they write really good music and I relate to it so strongly that whenever it comes up and I list, I'll listen to it in full because I'm like, this song, just I know this person. I know what they were feeling when they were going. I know what they were going through. That this, It just means so much to me. Mm. Uh, and I think that's that's the most beautiful thing, most important thing with with music. I think is the relatability mm-hmm. of it. So yeah, I think I, I just wanted to keep this episode kind of really brief. Um, Monique, did you have anything else that you wanted to add? No, I don't think I have any. <laughs> I don't think I have anything specific for this one because I feel like it ties so much into the marketing. Yes, and. Um, you know, the demographic of your audience and, and, and everything that, which we've talked about so many times. So I Mm -hmm. think if everybody just kind of puts that together and goes, okay, what works best for me? I think that's another thing that people need to do is just don't feel like you got to do what everybody else is doing. It's okay to create your own lane 
And Mm -hmm. if that works for you and you see that it's working for you, then do it. Just because you're Mm -hmm. not doing what everybody else is doing doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. As long Mm -hmm. as you've put some thought into it with regard to how it can move your position forward um, as far as your goals in the industry and um, connecting with your audience. Mm -hmm. Understanding why you're doing something rather than Mm -hmm. just doing it. Why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and you brought up earlier radio. I think that would be a good topic. I know you're you you could go on about that. And I think that would My be a good topic. Stomping grounds. <laughs> your old stomping grounds. Um, yeah. I'm always curious. Like I don't listen to the radio, but I'm curious to hear what if it's still a thing and why mm-hmm. it's still a thing and why people chase it if it's worth chasing and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So that could yeah, be we a can really definitely you know what let's I'll I'll work on setting that up. Let's let's do it. Yeah, let's do that. So stay tuned for an episode on all things radio upcoming (laughs) in the next month or two. Um, So yeah, thanks for tuning in on this kind of brief episode of The Vonda Room, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.